girl chat at seal and leah What's hi happening? how's it going it's going good i was just telling you i'm feeling very tired today um but i have a feeling that this is going to give me a shot of energy that i need to keep trucking yes the rest of the week i always love this time a little serotonin dopamine boost yes we'll take it <laughs> what about you how are you doing I'm doing great. You know what? I, um, finally, I am feeling better. I was sick there for a little while and I'm still in Celia. Like I haven't felt that bad in several years. Like I was, um, I was out and I am finally feeling better. And so very thankful because once you start getting your energy back, you're like, Oh yeah, this is what it feels like to finally feel, I thought I was hundred percent on Sunday and I was telling her like, no, now I'm, now I'm feeling even better. So energy levels are getting there and, um, back in action. Which is awesome. Cause she was like, just hang on there seal because I might be a little hyper. <laughs> and I was like, yes, bring it. We need a little bit. We need a little bit of that energy. Uh, cause it's funny. Like you get that way when, uh, when you're moving or when you're training people like, or, or working with clients, like, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we diving into today? Oh, well, let's first talk about, we're going to start out with a little fitness conversation. I think, uh, we've had this conversation multiple times and, um, we talked about, you know, the feeling of being sore and, you know, a lot of times people want to push themselves to feel sore, but the question is, is that really necessary? So, right. And that is my myth for today. It's like, do you have to feel sore in order to have a good workout? And the answer is absolutely unequivocally no, like absolutely not. Like you do not have to hurt in order to progress. And I feel like I tell people like on a scale of one to 10, if you can go in there and like, if we can stay within like a three, four range, like, yeah, you, you know, you feel it, but it's not like, you know, a lot of people want to hurt when it's like, they text me next day and like, I can't even sit down to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, no, like we don't want to be that sore. And that doesn't mean that I gave you a good workout because you can't sit to go to the bathroom. Like <laughs> I, I just don't, you know, and that's kind of a crude example, but that's what I think of. Like some people love that beat up feeling. And it's like, it's, we don't want to be there. Like we, we want to be on like a three or four scale of a 10. And so that you can go back the next day and do it again and go back the next day and do it again. Like because your body is very, your biology is very efficient. Okay. When we are in any kind of phase, whether it's weight loss, muscle gain, hypertrophy, whatever we, our body will eventually get efficient at what it's doing. So why beat it the hell up every single time you go in there when you are just going to eventually have to do more in order to see progress? So it's, it's, uh, I don't like this saying, but it gets the point across that you want to do as little as possible and see progress before we, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to be doing so much that your body gets efficient at it. And it's like, what's next? So it's like, slow it down. 
Yeah. And it's building blocks. Like you want to be able to like continually build. And if you're constantly beating it up, like, and you don't give it, you don't. Or you're giving up. Right. You know, like most people, when you hurt that bad, that is not encouraging to go back and get up. And then as, a, as you know, your trainer, I am concerned too about your NEAT level. So that's a non-exercise activity level that you're doing during the day. So if you're going all out at the gym or all out in your workout, but then you're sitting the rest of the day because you're so worn out or so sore, like that does not, that does nothing for you or your body. Like I, I want you to want to get up and move throughout the day, not just during your workout time. Yeah, hundred percent. You want to be able to, you want to be able to keep moving. Mm-hmm. So if you hurt yourself so much that you can't keep moving, like that's a big red flag. Like yes. that's not the kind of sore you want to be. I know mm-hmm. for me, like I had actually taken a couple days off um, last week, cause it was just a super busy week. So I wasn't necessarily in the gym lifting. So I was back to like, I was basically what I've been doing at home is I'll either walk or run. Cause that's mm-hmm. where my time's been. And then I went back and hit the weights this weekend. And let me tell you, boy, did I feel it. Um, yeah. and it wasn't that I did anything different, but because I took some time off, cause we talk about rest and recovery and kind of, you have to yeah, step away from things like, uh, even yesterday I was like, hello, hamstrings. Like, what right. did I do different? It wasn't that I did anything different. It's that I actually gave my body a rest from that particular exercise long enough for it to recover. So then I was ready to hit it again. And then you and, go back and hit it again. Like you've never stopped. And it's Right. Like, yeah. So it's yeah. just like, yeah, so it doesn't have to. And, and if I had been more sore than I was, I would have been, I would have been frustrated mm-hmm. um, because I'm like, I don't have time to be this sore. Like, what is this? It was just a hint of like, just, it was that three or four range, just a yeah. hint that those muscles are like, working ooh. and that, mm-hmm. yeah. And that was just enough. But if I had been any more like to the point of where I couldn't go to the bathroom or sitting down <laughs> was too much, then yeah, that's like, that's not what you want. Mm-mm. That's not it, fun. No, interrupt you your know regular what? life, your everyday and life. And how weird is this? It, it, it like affects, if I'm ever like that, like it, I, it's like, I eat more. Like that's going to do anything. Like how weird is that? I'm like constantly feeding like, well, okay, well maybe this will help me feel. <laughs> it's like it backfires on you. Like, no, like I just went too hard and that was stupid. Like, so no. if, if you're feeling overly sore, stop. Yeah. yeah just give Back yourself, off. yeah. Give yourself some rest and just know Back like, off the intensity. Yeah. It's the intensity. Like, you know, And if you want like a good, like a, here's a good rule of thumb. So if you're just starting out and you're like, what, you know, okay, well, what is it? What do I go in there and do? Because you, sometimes you feel like, well, if my body can handle it, then I'm going to keep going. You know, you don't know when to stop. So like, here's like a good plan. So you could choose three to five days a week, three to five exercises each time you're in there, three to five reps. Like, it's just a good general, like just a starting out. I'm going to choose five exercises. I'm going to do five reps of each. You can, you can do them in a circuit. You can do them heavy and slow, you do whatever, but it's like just enough for pretty much the 
mainstream, you know, that can go in there and then not be so detrimental to your body that you, you're like, I can do this again. So you go in there again, pick three to five exercises, three to five reps each, three to five days a week. Like that's just a good general plan that anyone can benefit from. I think that's awesome because I would agree. I even switched from doing like, I even switched from doing three sets of like 10 to 12, switched yeah. it up and started doing four sets of like five to eight reps. Yes. Circuit style. And it's freaking awesome. Like I get more energy out of that and I'm not overly sore. Right. And you don't get bored. Yeah. I'm like, listen, oh, that's a hit, big- hit every rep range throughout the week. You can have your five rep range day. You can have 15, you can have 30, anywhere between five and 30. Look, you're going to get endurance. You're going to get strength and you're going to have a trophy. You're going to get all of them. Like, and you're not going to be bored and you're not going to be so sore that you can't or that you don't want to get in there again. Yeah. Love that. Especially the part about being bored because it's easy to get bored. Some of us get get bored more than others. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so, yeah. No, that would not be me. <laughs> My husband laughs all the time because he's like, oh, you're over there in the corner again. What are you doing? Oh, John makes fun of me too. He thinks that it's so funny that we find a corner and we stay in that corner and do whatever we do. You know, I, yes. that's so funny. Yes, mm-hmm. there's always a corner. You'll find yep. me in the corner where there's just like nothing, no equipment. It's just a like corner. And then I drag whatever I want to that corner. Yep. Just give me a little nook. Yeah, that's all I need. A little corner. Just let me get, be able to get my equipment and bring it back. Right. Okay, so we can talk about gym stuff forever. Gym, I love gym talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's our happy place. It is. It's such a fun place to be. I was actually talking to my dad today because he's just now getting back into groove and, um, for those of you who don't know about my dad, my dad started it's a freak of nature. Oh, yes. He started tumbling at 36. I still remember seeing him go across the floor. Handstands walked everywhere on his hands. Um, was always doing, was always active, like always active. I mean, anytime he and I talked, it was always because we were walking. Um, he's just a constant movement. And we were talking today. Um, he just got, uh, he's 76 and he just got cortisone shots in his shoulders. And the week before he went, he had gotten, he doesn't talk, he doesn't share that he's in pain with anything. I mean, right. I think we all know that as our parents get older, sometimes they don't always tell us everything that's happening. Yeah. But dad was in real pain. And he told me today how bad it had gotten. He couldn't even reach his, with his right hand. He couldn't touch his left shoulder. Like that's how mm. bad it had gotten. So he, and that's so unlike my dad, because my dad is like super active. So, um, he got the shots and then a couple of days later called me and he's like, I don't have any pain. I can reach over my head. Like this is, amazing. Yeah. you know, and talking about movement and how movement, like I could hear it in his voice, how much it was changing his perspective. Like, it, mm-hmm. like how much of a shift went on. Cause my mom thought, you know, he's like, he's just been rolled down and not his normal tearful oh. self. And it's because he wasn't able to move. Yeah. And so it's just interesting to me how much movement plays a role in everyday life. Like if we're not 
out able to go walk outside or do something or move or whatever. You've been sick for so for 14, mm-hmm. like you said, you were getting ready to go to the gym in been 14 days since you moved. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. I mean, your body, it's movement is everything for, for every part of your body, for your organs, for, you know, for development, for everything we need it. And when that's taken away, like that just shows like how much, I mean, God, 76, you know, to have to, that's amazing in itself to have to just now slow down a little bit. Yeah. Cause he has been that, but that just goes to show you how being active your whole life, how much it does play a part and how good you feel. Well, and you know who really, like, I am so fascinated by right now. I don't know if you've seen, have you seen Joan, the trainer? No. Joan is 75. She just started training at 70. This woman is freaking amazing. Like if you go to her Instagram and she's developed muscles, like she didn't start training until she was 70. Wow. And I'm so And listen, when you're new like that, anything and everything works. It's amazing to be new. Like- to be new at it again. Like I can just, I just remember when I first start, like, but literally when you're that new to weightlifting or really to anything, I mean, there's even been studies that have proven that people that are fresh <laughs> and have never <laughs> exercised or done anything like that, like they can see muscle development in just cycling three times a week. Like the amount that your body just like uptake and absorbs it like is fascinating. Yeah, I'm totally fascinated by it. And I just, I'm just like blown away. And that's been such like, and even talking to my dad today about some of the stuff he was, he's doing like to get himself back, you know, mobility back in his shoulders Mm -hmm. and loosening up and feeling good. But like, yeah, I'm so fascinated when people first start working out or lifting, like how quickly they see change. And I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. hold on to that. Right. Right. <laughs> Enjoy this. Journey. Hold on to it's it. The best. Yes. It's the best. Or yes. like if you've been out of it for a long time and you start back and your yeah. muscles immediately jump back in because they have such good memory. Like, yeah. Listen, awesome. how funny. I loved being pregnant just for that simple fact, like just for the fun of yes, like I'm done. And not that I did, I trained through both pregnancies, but it was like when you're done and the baby's finally here and it's like the journey of getting back because your body is so fresh and ready for that activity again. Like, oh, being new is, is amazing. (laughs) I love that being new. I want to feel that right now. (laughs) I want that jump start. Right. (laughs) But there's something to be said for that. If you've been doing it forever, like it's just part of you. And Mm -hmm. that's the part I appreciate is like how much it is a part of my daily life. And yeah, like, man, I'm thankful for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that brings me to like talking about just being grateful. Like, man, my perspective just in, in the past week has really shifted. Um, and I appreciate things a lot more now than I had have before. And, and it's funny how things happen that cause those shifts. I had, um, past couple of weeks have been pretty stressful, um, with work and, um, just where I think we're in a very intense, I feel like a very intense environment. Like I feel mm-hmm. like people are just under a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of pressure and, and I'm feeling it in places I've never felt it. I'm feeling it 
in my day to day that I've never experienced. And I, I don't, you know, call it, I don't know if COVID is like the reason it's kind of where, why we, this is like the aftermath. I don't know if we're right, feeling right. the after yeah. effects because it's affected so much in business, like supply chain and yeah. all that. But, um, I had just gotten to where I was just like in a stress ball last week and I had an email come across and he just hit me wrong. And I have, uh, uh, I have a, a young woman she's, and she works on the inside at my, at the company I work for, and she's amazing. And I work with her every day and she's always turning stuff around. Well, she happened to call me like right when I got this email and all of a sudden, like, and I, I y'all haven't done this in forever. I've been so good at like keeping my emotions in check, but I burst into tears. <laughs> She's Aww. like, it's okay, seal. And I just told her what was going on. And I said, look, I'm just venting. I, I, this is not at you by all means. And she was like, no, she's like, I just, listen, I totally understand. And I get it. And, um, we got off the phone and she just had been so sweet and so kind. And it just, it really like touched my heart at how warm she was about it and just listened. And then I shot her a voice text back and, and then she, um, just telling her how much I appreciated her listening and then mm -hmm. being so sensitive. And I just really had this gratitude for, gosh, she like took time to listen to me and, you know, didn't just blow me off. And, um, she shot me a encouraging message back. Well, the next day, she was supposed to be off for personal days, which we'd already known ahead of time, but she was supposed to be working that morning. And all of a sudden they, they said, yeah, she's not going to be in today. You know, she'll be in tomorrow. And we were like, all right. Well, then the next message we got was that her husband had passed away. And that for me was like just a huge shift. Um, yeah. she's a young woman with a, and has a little girl and um, we have not talked to her since, um, my heart goes out to her and her family. Um, and, but just the fact that she was so genuine and so kind-hearted and so loving on Wednesday and to know that she just had this experience, it just shifted me like immediately into like, God, like, wow. Like I was so thankful for her being there for me that day. Help me to be that way more for people because you never know who you're talking to and you never know what somebody's What's, going through. Mm -hmm. And like when just wanting to be more sensitive and then more gratitude for what's going on in life in general, right. um, down to how grateful I am that every day I get the opportunity to move, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. those kinds of things. And I think for right. me, that's just been like, man, I just appreciate the littler things, um, that, that, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of been brushing to the side, mm -hmm. um, but it was a real shift, you know, in perspective. And well, yeah, you just realize how fragile life is and, um, the people around you that literally what you probably talk to her every day or like at least, I mean, at least on a that, weekly yeah, basis, I mean, but every, don't really know her. Right. And that's what I was, it's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And how you can be around someone so much or, or talk to them so much and not know what's going on. Like we don't realize what people are going through. And I, I mean, you know, you think about, I think about myself included, like you know, the times in my life where I've gone through really hard things, like I certainly wasn't sharing it with very many people, mm -hmm. you know, how much we do kind of keep 
to ourselves when things aren't good. And, um, but how like you that day meet, you needed that and how precious, um, that little bit of time that she gave you, how precious that was to you, um, just goes to show how, how much we need each other and how we do need to be sensitive and, um, and slow down, you know? Yeah. And I think just like, Mm. uh, you know, appreciating the small things and, uh, finding joy in the, in the little things, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, it's real easy to get caught up in the big stuff and it's real easy to, um, I mean, we, <laughs> we all have days that we get angry or frustrated. Like that's just like, right. in general. like, right. who does it? like you know, yeah. that's normal. I think yeah. it's just when we, when it's just also kind of balancing it out with like, you know, um, what I do every day, y'all, I don't work in an emergency room. I work with fitness equipment. So it's perspective. <laughs> So it's, it's always bring it, I always have to bring it back. And, and I constantly get reminded with that, with perspective, when people are, you know, when things aren't running smooth or whatever, it's like, you know, you know, look at it differently, like mm-hmm. take a step back and change how you see it, like change where you're at in that moment or change, you know, just change the way you you're looking at something and then mm-hmm. find something, find something in life to be appreciative for. And right. And it does change your perspective and your attitude. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I feel like I, I feel like that's kind of the space I'm in at the moment is just, you know, making sure every day that I'm finding the things that I'm truly grateful for and focusing on that and letting that be the driver um, of how my day goes versus yeah. letting all this other stuff, the stuff. Take over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The stuff yeah. that can just like, gosh, keep you locked in, in, in such a negative Nancy mind space. Like that just, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Eric calls it positive. What is it? Positive Pollyanna. It's supposed to be, you're like Pollyanna. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Pollyanna. You know, Somebody has nothing, to be. Right. Nothing wrong with Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started doing an exercise off of um, Lori Harder had somebody on there and I couldn't tell your name at the moment. Um, I'd have to go back. And, but I started doing an exercise that she taught on there and it had to do with um, writing down, like writing down and how you see yourself. And, um, and then the actions and the feelings and the thoughts of all of those things. And, um, it's funny how I keep adding now that I'm in that practice, like I keep adding to each of the circles and, but it is such a perspective shift when you don't allow yourself to sit in the negative and you do either whether it's through reading or or saying or praying or meditating however which way you go um or which way you tick it's it's getting that shift or even talking to a friend you know even like we were talking about even listening to someone and talking to them and um it just can change your perspective um, which then of course changes your day and then shifts your week. Like it's, it's that, um, it's that simple yet so hard for a lot of us to get, um, get in that action mode to change it instead of sitting in it. 
Yeah. And I think I even sent a quote that I found this morning. I think it was, wasn't it like a positive thought, like one yes, small positive change. thought yeah, can change. in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the morning can change your entire day. And just like you said, it can change our week. And I think, gosh, I just want to stay in that place where I'm thinking that way. Cause it does. Your, your spirit and your mind, like completely affect your body. Like, that's what we have to understand is that all three parts synergistically work together. And it's your mind is that powerful, like understanding just how powerful it is will force you to, um, do things and, um, that benefit because it really will in turn benefit your physical body. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Everything that we think on, it's, you're literally shaping, like you're shaping that moment. You're shaping that day. Like it it shapes everything. I mean, so take this for instance, like physically, there've been studies that have proven that when you mentally, so when you visualize where you want to be, so say, say your week part of your body, whatever, you can choose anything, shoulders. When you visualize this, this gives everyone, um, (laughs) this gives everyone, I'm trying to think of the word, like now you can go stare at yourself in the mirror at the gym (laughs) or like, I don't know, like this gives you permission. Like when you when you mentally focus on that muscle and you visualize that muscle the way you want it to be and you contract that muscle and you're doing all those things like that in turn provides stimulus to that muscle to improve. Y'all, this is not like, this is not woo-woo stuff. Like (laughs) this is science. Like when you, I tell people like even you, you need to, contract that muscle even when you're not at the gym like this gives you this gives you go can go flex your bicep I don't know it's like whatever muscle you're you're like obsessed with getting better at you know or your glutes or whatever like I want you to feel that contraction even when you're outside of the gym like those that process of visualizing and contracting and like the mo you're you're turning on your brain to move those neurons to in turn focus on that muscle like it just happens that much faster when you get all of them together like it's wild but it works it's like don't if I would rather you take you know if you are only mentally prepared for a 20 minute workout I'm gonna get in I'm gonna focus I would much rather you have that to where you can focus on a body part or focus on metabolic training, whatever it is, if you're doing a full body thing, I would rather you be that intense and that focused for 20 minutes, than go in there for an hour, hour and a half, and just mindlessly go through the motions. That 20 minutes of intense focus on what you're doing will greatly, I mean, greatly improve versus that hour, hour and a half of just mindlessly walking through something. And not being focused and being on your phone or talking the whole time or not, you know, when you're just literally just going through the motions just to be doing it. 
There's so much to be said for that because there's two, two things there. One is when you visualize yourself doing something and you practice it in your head before you you do it, it's amazing because you're already prepped and already know, like your body already knows what to do. Cause I would do that even with like dance routines or Mm -hmm. uh, any of my routines. Like I would just play my music and I would practice it. Go through it in your head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As many times choreography over and over. And I would see my, and I would even sometimes lay down and like close my eyes and see myself doing it. And so there is something to that whole method of like, it really starts in your head, like seeing, seeing yourself do it, mm-hmm. then getting in the gym, then connecting it. So there's one, um, it's the leg curl that used to be such, uh, uh, the old leg curl where you lay, uh, lay on your stomach and then you curl the, uh, pads. hamstring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on that, on that leg curl, what a lot of times would happen when people would get into momentum and just start swinging it. Well, if you're just like curling it and you're not thinking about the muscle you're supposed to be using, it doesn't do anything. So there would always be that intention of like, slow it down and think about the muscle that you want to work while using that machine. And just that tweak of like, all of a sudden dialing into like, wait, I need to use my hamstring. I need to use my glute, like using those muscles to pull it up versus me just slinging it up. So there's so much to that. Like, this yes. is huge. Like, well, and that's why you'll see sometimes like, and I'll, I'll do it with mine or you'll see a trainer tap that muscle when that person's working out, but tap that muscle. You're supposed to be feeling it here. Cause sometimes you'll ask people like, okay. And this, a lot of times I'll do it. I'll let somebody do the exercise and I'm like, okay, where'd you feel it? Well, say they were doing the hamstring curl and I'm like, man, I felt that in my back. And I'm like, that's not the muscle we are working on. We're working on this muscle. And this is where I want you to feel it. And just that little bit of change, like a mind shift, like it forces that muscle to work. It's, it's incredible. But think about that, not just in the physical aspect, but in your daily life, in your business, like visualizing where you want to be. Okay, well, where I want to be is here. Okay, well, what are those feelings that I would feel if I was there? What is that thought process that I would have in order to get that? What are the actions I would take to get myself there. That's what I need to be doing. And I heard somebody say like, yeah, fake it till you make it. And it's like, well, in a sense, yeah, fake it till you make it. I, and I'm like, I look back on my life and I'm like, I'm so that person. I'm always, I'm going to step right in and fake it till I make it, you know, like I can do this. I'd, I'd rather act like, you know what you're doing, you know, than not, but it's, there is something to that. Yes. And it all goes in line with, with just believing and having the faith to do, to take the actions, to get where you want to be, but it all starts with what you think on. Right. Yeah. Start with the thought. Yeah. Such good conversation. We can go on and on on this, like right. just in this one topic. Well, it really is incredible and fascinating. Um, when you think about it and you break it down and just how simple it seems and how we just neglect so much so many pieces to it and um you know it's like we all we all need more of that yeah lots of that (laughs) I like to think I always like to envision like I would get excited it's so hilarious I would literally feel like if I knew I was going to be performing and I was practicing a routine in my head, I would actually get butterflies, even visualizing it before we even ever took the stage. Like mm-hmm. that's how there would be like this adrenaline rush, you know, just like, 
So there is something to that. Like it is important and it is important to be like, don't, you don't want to waste your time because you don't have time to waste. You want to be dialed in before you go and do a workout or before you go and do a presentation or before, you know, whatever it is you have in, in plan for yourself, like taking that time to really dial in mentally is only going to make it that much better. Right. So go practice. Yes. Prepare. Yes. <laughs> this has been so good. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. This was another episode of Girl Chat. Stay tuned. We got more. Leah, where can they find us? They can find us at CP Method. They can find Seal at It Seal Smart. And I am Leah Elizabeth underscore V. Well, y'all have a good one. We'll see you next week. One.